The following podcast contains true stories of sex, kink, gender, or body image. Thanks for being a consenting adult, because here we go. All of my life, I've never fit, but I won't complain and I won't quit. I am enormous, get used to it. Everyone tells me I'm too much. Maybe it's just you're not enough for me. Can't you see? I'm the kind of woman I'm supposed to be. Hi there, and welcome to the Body Storytelling Podcast. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delator, and this week we have a story from non-binary storyteller and writer Matthew Beld. How's your summer going? You know, I feel like summer always starts on Memorial Day weekend, because that's our first out of town, go camping, whatever it is you do. So I agreed to perform at a sex positive retreat in Northern California, because I wanted to get out of town. And I wanted to be around perverts again. I missed people. And the person who was going to watch Quake, my senior St. Bernard, got COVID at the last minute. And I didn't have anybody to watch him. So I had to take him to a kennel. And I felt guilty the whole time I was gone. Like, he's so attached to me. He just wants to be with me all the time. And being cooped up in a building with a bunch of other dogs? No. So when I got back from the weekend, I went straight to pick him up and I took him to the reservoir and I let him go swimming. And he doesn't actually swim. What he does is he wades out into it like a giant sea monster and then he lays down and he loves that feeling. And on Memorial Day, when I looked at him laying there in the water with that look of pleasure on his face, it occurred to me that this was probably his last summer. I mean, I'm not sure. There's no way to be sure. But this is my fourth St. Bernard, and I kind of know what it looks like when we get to the end. He's got cloudy eyes. He's got arthritis. He's an old guy. And if this is going to be his last summer, I should give him the best last summer he can possibly have. So since Memorial Day, I have been taking him to go for a swim every day. There is a reservoir not far from my house in the park, because San Francisco has great many hundred acre parks inside and I take him and let him just soak in the water and then I walk a little farther along the reservoir and he goes in again he usually dunks four or five times just sits there until I move along and then he's like oh I'm gonna be wherever you are we've been doing that every day and it's a bittersweet moment you know looking at your dog thinking this is probably gonna be it And I'm really in this place where I want to travel. And I want to take body to new cities. And at the same time, there's no way I'm going to leave him just in case right now. So I'm very torn. It's been really hard to figure out what I should do. So yeah, that's where my mind is right now. That's what summer is looking like for me. I've already booked a show. Did I tell you this? I can't remember. I have booked a show to return to Seattle. 
And tickets are already selling like crazy. I've got a phenomenal musical act. I've got Shirley Gnome coming in from Canada. And I'm excited about that. And until that happens, I'm going to continue taking Quake for a swim every single day. Because I want to resume my life, the life that's happening after this huge pause that's occurred for all of us. I want to do it without guilt. I want to know that I didn't deprive my beloved companion of everything he deserves because he got me through the hardest couple of years of my life for sure. On another note, I had some really great news this week. We have a storyteller you may remember from the podcast, Jeffrey Allen Hayes. Jeffrey is an incredible storyteller and will go out and create a story just because. Like, need a story? I'm going to go make a story happen and I'm going to assign meaning to it in the couple of hours before I go tell it on stage. Jeffrey is the most phenomenal last minute fill in because people often get cold feet when it comes to telling their stories about sex and kink. And Jeffrey's there for me. And we talked several times during the pandemic. And Jeffrey's like, Dix, I'm done. I'm not coming back. It's too stressful getting on stage. And I'd argue, but Jeffrey, you're such a great storyteller. You can't stop. And he was adamant. But this week, I texted him to say hi, and I said, I still have a spot in this show, and I'd love to have you in it. And he immediately called, which shocked me. I was like, "Uh uh-oh, am I going to get yelled at because I asked again? And he said, I can't believe I'm saying this, but as long as you will coach me, I will get on your stage again. That's not something that Jeffrey and I really did. Jeffrey would often surprise me, and I'd sit there and learn about the story same as you. And you have to be a person I completely trust for that to happen. There are not many of them, but Jeffrey was one of them. And so today, I sat here, coached Jeffrey on Zoom. We had a great catch-up. I haven't seen him since well before the pandemic. And I'm excited to say that this week at our live show, or the live stream, if that's where you're tuning in from, Jeffrey Allen Hayes is returning to the stage. And such an incredible story. The theme is y'all means all. It's for pride. And I hope you tune in because I know it's going to be great. It's finally here. It's Pride Weekend in San Francisco. This Sunday, we'll be celebrating with body storytellings, y'all means all. And it will be live streamed too. So make sure you buy your ticket as soon as possible. We were not able to live stream the show last week, and a lot of you were very disappointed in that. I'm happy to say you can join us from everywhere. We'll have stories from trans activist and community leader, Mix Shannon Amaton, queer femme dyke and sex positive artist Shiloh McCabe, infamous sister of perpetual indulgence Flora Goodtime, professional game master Jeffrey Allen Hayes, music by queer theater performer Joshua Beld. You know Matthew Beld, who's telling the story this week? Joshua Beld is their husband. It really feels like before the pandemic, some of our favorite storytellers and a few new ones coming together to celebrate Pride with us. There's a link to tickets in the show notes, and the show is happening this Sunday, June 26th. If you're a smoker, I want you to know that I care about you and your health, and I'd love to see you quit. I grew up in the country where everyone around me smoked. My mother smoked for a lot of her life. I watched my grandmother struggle with emphysema. I watched them battle that addiction. And yes, quitting is tough, but Fume can really help. Fume is a natural inhaler designed for a better, safer, and natural way to quit cigarettes. It's a no smoke, no vape, 
no nicotine replacement for the hand-to-mouth habit of smoking. Fume handcrafts wooden inhalers and uses cores infused with plant oils studied to curb cravings. They have flavors like peppermint and conquer with minty notes to simulate menthol cigarettes and other flavors like cozy chai for a sweeter experience. And all their flavors are 100% natural. No harmful chemicals, no artificial colors, and absolutely no nicotine. They've gotten thousands of five-star reviews from smokers who have tried everything else and what worked for them was fume. Whether you are a smoker or an ex-smoker who still struggles with cravings, or you have someone in your life that you wish would quit, fume is the perfect tool for you. Head to breathefume.com Dixie or use promo code D-I-X-I-E to save 10% off your entire order. That's 10% off your entire order when you head to B-R-E-A-T-H-E-F-U-M.com slash Dixie or use the code Dixie and quit naturally with Fume. My next how to be fascinating Dixie secret system for brilliant storytelling is almost sold out. And this is gonna be the last one this year. If you've always wanted to work with me on story, this is your chance. There's just a couple of spots left. And when I'm done with this workshop, that's it for this one, I'm gonna be moving on to my next workshop, which will be sex and story. It'll be happening toward the end of the year. In fact, I've got this pilot program going right now with a group of authors and professional storytellers. And we're gonna do that thing where you work on sex within the realm of storytelling. That means what you get is gonna be great. Me and a team of professional storytellers figuring out what's essential for you. But first, you really need to understand how to tell a story. So make sure you take one of these last spots in How to Be Fascinating, Dixie's secret system for brilliant storytelling. I have been getting amazing results with this workshop. I'd love to change your life with storytelling too. Go to the link in the show notes and register right now. You deserve to experience pleasure, to be indulged, to feel good, and to take time for self-care. That's more important than ever now. There's sun on your body, perhaps you're enjoying the beach or camping in the woods, and nature reminds us that simple pleasures are the best. So when you head out for adventure this summer, remember the Uberlube. Uberlube is a luxurious, high-grade silicone lubricant made from clean, body-safe ingredients. It's free of nasty additives like parabens, preservatives, and petrochemicals. Uberlube leaves you feeling moisturized and ready for what's next. It's great for all kinds of play, vaginal, oral, anal, and thousands of doctors recommend Uberlube for its simple ingredient list. Uberlube offers long-lasting performance when you want it, then it quickly dissipates without leaving a sticky residue. It cleans up easily, there's no flavor or scent, and it's latex compatible so it's safe and effective to use with condoms. It's only natural that you want to feel good about what goes inside your body. So give Uberlube a try. And because you're a fan of this podcast, they're offering body storytelling listeners a special offer. 10% off and free shipping when you use my code D-I-X-I-E at uberlube.com. Lubrication is important. And when it comes to lubrication, nothing beats Uberlube. Remember, 10% off and free shipping. Just use the code Dixie at U-B-E-R lube.com. Uber Lube. It lets you feel what you want to feel. I'm excited to tell you about this week's storyteller. I love them so much. They've been a part of the body community for well over a decade. 
And when I consider who Matthew Bell was when they first came in to our community, and this story, which was told just three weeks ago on the Body Storytelling stage in San Francisco, it's almost like it's night and day. It's such a huge difference. And you can hear the happiness in their voice. I don't usually put stuff on the podcast that just happened. I like to make use of all the stories we've had from over the years, but it is Pride Week. And I felt like this story was a great fit for this week's podcast episode. So let me tell you about the storyteller. Matthew Beld is a non-binary storyteller and writer in San Francisco. They've performed for Body Storytelling and its Body Slam, for Litquake, KQED, StoryCorps, and comedy shows around the Bay Area. Most recently, they've started writing sketches with Killing My Lobster, which is a comedy troupe here in the Bay Area. They're interested in kink, gender, and making tall men submit. When not on stage, they work in LGBTQ health research and training. Matthew has brought storytelling into the health research world. We still nerd out on storytelling all the time, and we do it in relation to their day job, which I love so much. So this storyteller is my dear friend, Matthew Beld. Okay. <laughs> uh, so one night, not so long ago, I was getting jacked off in a jacuzzi in Guerneville. <laughs> Two gorgeous men were fucking on the edge of the hot tub behind me, and I was being held up with my body just above the surface of the water by a handsome, sensual bear. And he was starting to stroke me off, matching the jets of the tub, pulsing over my body, worshiping me. And the only thing I could think was, fuck, I hope we don't ruin the security deposit. You see, we were in that hot tub in Guerneville to celebrate Barry's birthday. Uh, Barry was the gentleman masturbating me in the hot tub. And after uh, two years of shelter in place, he and isolation and sadness, he wanted to have a weekend of connection and getting together with friends and just getting his balls absolutely drained over the course of a weekend. (laughs) And uh, Barry is a tall, big bear. He kind of gives me um, the the king from Sleeping Beauty, the happy one. And uh, he has scruffy dark hair and the the best, most melodious voice. And he he called me up and said, hey, I'm going to go to Guerneville with some friends, and I think you should come. And I was a little hesitant. I didn't know... uh, if that was quite my thing, I didn't know the other people, but I'm not one to back down from a challenge. So I said, yeah, <laughs> I think we should go. And so we all hopped in a car. It was Barry, whom you've now met, uh, Paul, who is around my height um, and kind of gives a nerdy uh, Pixar dad, um, real hot, <laughs> um, gorgeous trans man who's just serving 
scruff, glasses, and badunkadunk. And it's just like, done, all right. And uh, Nathan. Um, Nathan was a taller, younger, quiet kind of poet type, very scrawny and soft-spoken, and uh, had one of the biggest dicks I've seen in a while. Um, my uh, husband has a friend who says that uh, tall, scrawny men, uh, well, the meat has to go somewhere. <laughs> and who, who am I to question science? I'm not... So we all get in a car, um, and it's a wonderful uh, conversation. Uh, we're getting to know each other. We're unpacking childhood trauma. You know, all the things you do um, when you meet new people and you're queer. Um, and we arrive in Guerneville. If you've never been to Guerneville um, or heard of Guerneville, it's kind of talked about uh, like the Hamptons are talked about, but it's... Uh, for gays who just want to go to the rural redwoods, there's a beautiful river, and they want to just, you know, get, get out of the city, and they're just going to, they're going to take a load off. <laughs> or where, wherever they want it. I'm not going to tell them. And we arrive at the Airbnb, and it's nautical-themed, because the gays love a theme. And everything is white. Um, we're unpacking the bags, and... The, uh, the walls are white and the light is airy and it's a gorgeous kind of painterly light. The couch was white, which I thought was a bold choice <laughs> for an Airbnb, but I respect the confidence. And um, we're starting to unload our bags and I, um, over pandemic was not having a lot of sex in general and I was a little nervous you know it's like oh when's it gonna start like does a bell ring I don't know let's find out and I am setting up the snack table I'm like getting the chips you know because you got to have snacks and we have like chips on the table and I look over Barry's already on the couch getting blown by Paul <laughs> The luggage hadn't even, like, hit the floor yet, and pants are off, and the dick-sucking has started. So I was like, oh, good for them. All right. And I go back, and I'm, like, lining up the Oreos and categorizing, you know, you have your salty, you have your sweet. And I look over, and Paul uh, and Nathan are both naked um, somehow, like, instant, you know, clothes dissolve, and they've kind of... Uh, latched on to Barry because it's his birthday and are just, you know, uh, going over various uh, configurations. There was one where Paul was blowing Barry and Nathan came up and was kind of like a, a like an African tree frog, legs spread, you know, sitting on Barry's face while making out with Paul over Barry's dick. And I was just like, there you go, do it, you know? I'm gonna finish here and you all, <laughs> you have fun. And you see, I was, I was nervous. I know I mentioned I was nervous, but I was so um, terrified to put a blunt word on it. And it's not because of the sex, like I am a slut. I am a proud, decorated slut. Like. I was the reason in college that our men's group had a rule that you can't sleep with the counselor. <laughs> that, that was, I, I, I made that happen. And 
I uh, have played a lot with kink. I've played with a lot of different types of people. I think thongs are comfortable. Like, I'm a slut. And, <laughs> and it, so it, it wasn't the sex. It was uh, me. Um, it was my body. It was how I relate to that. Because over um, pandemic, I started to realize and explore my own non-binary identity. Um, I started to do the work. I bought a lot of caftans. Um, I uh, let myself be. And for me, there's so many different definitions. And so for me, non-binary means detaching myself from expectations around gender, um, being expansive, not restricting myself and my expression, and really uh, living authentically and living true. And, uh, but <laughs> it's, it's really hard to feel sexy when uh, your body doesn't feel quite right. Um, and what do I do with those emotions in this moment? What do I do with those feelings? And how, how do I give and receive pleasure in a body that doesn't feel 100% mine. Um, and I had talked about this with Barry, and he said, the best words you can say, um, you can do whatever you want, I just want you to come. You don't have to have sex. You can go for hikes. I just want you there because I love you. And so, I know, feelings, right? You didn't expect that. And um, <laughs> I, uh, I finished unpacking the snacks, and uh, Barry wanted to have an ass buffet. And I don't know if you know what that is, but it's people lined up on a couch with their ass spread, and then he just kind of like hops back and forth, and you know, maybe goes in the middle for a little bit, and then hops to the left, and then you know, the spirit tells him to go right, and so he goes that way. You know, it's, it's in the moment, it's real, it's free. And um, everyone lined up, and Paul and Nathan got on, you know, they were on all fours, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna try this, let's see what happens. And so I uh, take off my clothes, I was the only one clothed. <laughs> and I, I get on the couch, and ready for the, the uh, buffet, so to speak. Um, and uh, starts from the left, Barry, you know, goes down the line, and uh, he um, kind of like gives my cheek a little kiss, and then he leaned in and so sweetly, with so much care, said, I, I really need you to go uh, shower real quick. <laughs> And uh, I didn't dissolve in a puddle of shame and regret, surprisingly. I was like, okay, I got you. And so I went, <laughs> went and showered. And while I was showering, I realized that that was just a little too much for me. It was a little too fast, you know, like uh, normally straight to ass eating, love it. We're here. But like, I wasn't in that space. And if you can't tell, like born and raised California. So we're going to talk about spaces. We're going to talk about feelings. And I just wasn't there. I wasn't, you know... I, I needed to like have my own zone. And so I hopped out of the shower and uh, the three of them were, you know, hog heaven on the couch. And I was like, you know, y'all are having fun. I think I'm just gonna go lay down real quick and, you know, please keep at it. And Barry was just like, and I was like, thumbs up. <laughs> 
and uh, night falls, you know, later that evening. I, I come out of my little, uh, my little bedroom, and the three of them are kind of uh, cuddle-puddling, and uh, we realize that it is now dark enough to use the jacuzzi. And uh, I've learned in recent years that jacuzzis are kind of like sacred spaces of swingers and orgies and sex parties. Like you go in and you're just warm and it, you, know, you can get naked and everyone's just relaxed. And so we sprint through the cold, cold, cold weather. This is January, so it's like barely wearing anything. I'm in like a little thong, you know. And we get into the jacuzzi and I start making out with Paul a little bit and Nathan and Barry are having a moment and uh, I talk to uh, Paul and, or sorry, I talked to Nathan, so many names, and um, I asked Nathan, I was like, you know, I would really like to suck your dick, is that okay? And he just kind of popped up on the edge of the hot tub and was like, sure, and I was like, oh, all right, well, thank you, kind sir, and so <laughs> I, uh, I start to, um, I start to blow Nathan a little bit, and it had been a moment for me, and I can say not everything is like riding a bicycle, but that is. And so I am just straight back in it. I'm there, I'm sucking this dick. Uh, <laughs> Paul and Barry are making out behind me and we're just having this really incredible, uh, connected, sensual moment. And uh, I turn and I kind of sit on Barry's lap and we start making out and we both have incredibly sensitive nipples and so we're playing with each other's nipples and uh, Paul and Nathan start going at it behind us and uh, Barry just kind of leans into my ear and he says, do you mind if I, uh, if I touch you? And um, I'd, really, I'd really like to jack you off. And, I was like, yeah, that sounds good. And his hand slowly went below the water and he started to tease uh, one of my nipples. And that's just, uh, I don't know engines, I don't know cars, but can you insert like an engine metaphor? Because that's what's happening. It starts to, is it revving? Is it, uh, does it turn over? I'm not sure, but if you, you help me out. And, um, I start to get going, and he starts to slowly uh, masturbate me, and I lean back, and the water's kind of carrying me, and Barry's holding me, and I look up, and I can see the stars, because it's rural, and there's stars, and I'm experiencing these waves of pleasure, and there's there's just a gorgeous man getting railed behind me and I, I get overwhelmed and suddenly I come and I come so hard that you know when you're like your leg like spasms and then it goes out real hard and you have to like brace it or else you might just like slip under. And if, I'm, if this is how I'm going, I guess this is how I go. And uh, Barry catches my back and I'm, lit I'm looking up at the expanse of stars. And I, I feel expansive and I feel so connected and uh, seen. And I, the first, it wasn't a joke, my first thought was about uh, the security deposit, I am a Capricorn, and, uh, but my second thought was just pleasure and joy and relief, 
And at that time, Paul and Nathan had already gone into the bedroom to continue fucking. And I kind of just cradled myself with Barry for a little bit. And I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to bed. And uh, he said, okay, have a good night. And I went and slept. And um, the next day, uh, Paul, Nathan, and Barry continued to work their way through the Kama Sutra. And I had a really good nap. Like I just... <laughs> went to bed in the afternoon and I woke up and it was like birds were chirping and the sun was coming in and I could just hear these like porn studio mo moaning and like screams and I was just like this is where I deserve to be <laughs> and on on the ride back um, I was reflecting on the experience and it was so powerful for me in a way that I've tried to, you know, with some success explain to you all. And I don't want any of you to let your own doubt or your own confusion hold you back from being a slut. <laughs> you don't have to have it all figured out. <laughs> and, uh, I want you to find someone who sees you for who you are and meets you there. Um, that might be the mirror. It might be you looking in the mirror and accepting yourself. But you don't have to have it all figured out if maybe you want to lay on your back and have stand, someone stand over you and you get to see up their skirt and they say, do you want to eat this pussy? And you have to say yes and then they say, I'm just spitballing here. I don't know if you deserve eating this pussy. And then they have to prove to you that they do. Try it out. Like, um, what else can you do, you know? And uh, I just, I, I want you all to know that um, after all of that work, I can stand here and say, I am non-binary. And I'm very proud of that. Thank you. <laughs>
person If we come together like we should We could all be good That was I'm Good by the Mowgli's. Your support on Patreon allows Body to reach people everywhere with our unique sex-positive stories, messages, and education. I want everyone to have the access to the sort of acceptance and love that people find at Body, And you can do that through this podcast and our live streams. Because we want everyone to know that whoever they love, whoever they are, they are not wrong. We want you to be celebrated and there's a place for you. It's here with us in the body community. I'm still producing monthly live shows and live streams and a weekly award-winning podcast all by myself. And despite a financially devastating couple of years, I'm still here and body is still happening. And it's all thanks to my Patreon supporters. Body's followers tell me that this thing changed their life, that body is unique and there's nothing like it. This podcast is free, but it costs a lot to produce. And Patreon is a membership platform that allows creators to keep creating. If you're listening now, I'd love for you to be a body Patreon supporter. If you're not a Patreon supporter yet, it's really easy. Just go to patreon.com slash body. And for just a few bucks a month, you can help me reach my next goal to hire more administrative and tech support. Body has gone from a live show with an occasional video to a monthly live event, live streams, storytelling workshops, podcasts, and yeah, taking Body out to new cities again soon. But I need help to make all of this happen. And becoming a member of our Patreon means that I can make touring again a reality. We have done a lot of live streams and those live streams live on our Patreon platform. So if you join at the $10 a month level or greater, You'll get a free live stream ticket every month and access to our library of live stream replays. Not just that, you'll be ensuring that I can keep doing this work. So join now to support our mission of self-love, knowledge, and empathy. Go to patreon.com body and become a member now. I need your help to spread the gospel of body storytelling. Go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review, especially review this podcast, and then tell every single person you know about body. It is life-changing for so many people. You never know what could happen just because you tell them about us. And I want to thank the team that makes this podcast possible, especially to podcast producer Roman Den Houdeker, with an assist from David Grossoff, Donald Mooney, Mosa Maxwell-Smith, and Joe Moore. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delatour. Thank you so much for listening. This has been episode 231 of the Body Storytelling Podcast. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. I'll be-